welcome to the Yoga Teacher Circle podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Ray, yoga teacher. You are needed now more than ever, and your unique voice, message, and offering needs to be shared with the world. In this podcast, we'll talk about all things related to teaching yoga to help you thrive doing what you love most, teaching yoga. So let's dive in. yoga teacher circle family. So this episode is part one of closing 2020, entering 2021 with a clear vision. In this episode, I share with you the different practices that I've been doing the past few years to reflect on the past year and close the year out strong. Be sure to grab your journal and a pen as I share 10 questions to reflect on the year. Get cozy, take time to ground yourself, and I hope you enjoy. Good topic today. Good conversation. Good topic. This is something that I do every year at the end of the year and to start the new year off with a really clear vision. So this topic and conversation is closing 2020, entering 2021 with a clear vision. So what a freaking year 2020 has been. It's over almost. And like what just happened? This has been this like really crazy year. It still feels like it's March and then everything happened and now it's the end of the year and it's really confusing. Beyond that, it is the end of the year, which means it's a really good time to pause, to reflect on all that's happened this past year, on all that you've accomplished, on the challenges that you face, and really taking the time to acknowledge yourself for all the beautiful ways that you've grown. It's also a really beautiful time to get clear on your vision for the new year, for next year, for 2021, and really connect to and tap into all that you want to create, all that you want to manifest into your life. Today, I'm going to share with you different practices and tools that I use to reflect on this past year and how I set intentions for the new year and really to create like an epic, amazing new year. The important thing is before you plan your future, before you set goals or before you can really live an intentional life, you really do have to take a look at what you've been doing, what you've been creating up to this point. If you don't know what you've been doing, it's hard to create where you want to go. So first, we're going to look at that. And looking back at this past year is really the perfect way to evaluate what's working, what's not working, and how to set yourself up for future success to really live in alignment with what you want in your life. If you stay in default mode, you'll repeat more of what's happened in your past. Life will just happen to you instead of you consciously creating what you want in your life. And this is what your brain, your ego really prefers to do. It prefers to stay comfortable and to do what you've always done. So it's really important that you consciously choose to create, to get clear and to take aligned action, aligned inspired action. So let's start with reflections from this past year. And if you're here with me live, grab a journal. If you're listening to the recording, you're listening to the podcast, grab your journal, take some notes. Of course, you can always listen back, but at least try to jot down a little bit right now, or you can just sit, listen, and be present, and then work on this later too, which I for sure want you to work on this later. This cannot all get done right now in this episode and in this recording, okay? 
So again, let's start with reflections from this past year, from 2020. So when you start to dive into this, I invite you to really imagine yourself like you're watching yourself on a movie screen. You're watching a movie of your own life from this past year. So you're really free from attachments, from judgments. You're free from analyzing. And you're just simply an observer of your year, of 2020 in the life of you. So I have 10 questions for you to journal and reflect upon. And I've been, like I said, I've been using these practices with really mostly all the same questions that I reflect upon for the past like five or six years I've been doing this practice. And it's really so special to look back, to observe everything you've created, everything you've accomplished, all the experiences that you've had, all the memories that you've made, and really through the good, through the bad, through the ugly, through the challenging moments. So number one, it's a pretty simple one, but I think it's really important to look at and to remember and to reflect upon. So number one is what experiences did you have this year with your friends and family that stand out to you? So who were you with? What memories did you make that were meaningful, that were fun, that were playful? So what experiences did you have this year with your friends and family that stand out to you? So again, this is a simple one. This is just number one. And as we keep going, they get deeper and deeper and deeper. And some of these questions, I'll be sharing my own personal examples. Just to give you a little bit, I won't give you all of it because there's so much in my own reflections, but I'll share some of it with you, okay? So number two, where did you travel and what adventures did you have? So I know it's been a really weird year with COVID and not being able to travel the way that we used to, but I know so many people have still shared experiences and maybe that looks like traveling around locally where you live or adventuring around locally and exploring something new in the area that you live in. So that's what I did this year. I had big plans to go to Peru, to stay in Peru, to travel all around Peru for like three weeks to a month. And then obviously that didn't happen. It's been really weird because I'm so used to traveling every single year somewhere big. So I was challenged with that this year and I explored locally. I went up to Sedona, I went to Heber. I shared really great times, like simple moments with friends and family exploring around my local area. So that's been really awesome. Okay, number three. This one is gonna take a lot to really sit and look at. So number three is how did you take care of your body, your health, and your mental health this past year? So this can show up in many different ways. Did you start something new for your health? Were you injured or sick at all? And how did that impact you? Did that create a shift in the way that you take care of yourself? Did it force you to slow down and honor a different side than you're used to? Did you pick up your energy? Did you consciously try to create more energy in your health, in your movement practice? Did you add more movement? Did you add a new fitness routine? Did you, let's look at your mental health. Did you go to therapy? Did you dive deeper into energy work? What new experiences, or maybe it's something that you carried over from previous years, so what does your health routine look like? What has it looked like this past year? What new things did you add in for your physical, your energetic, and your mental health? 
So for me, this past year has been awesome. I dove much deeper into the energetics, into my own energy fields. And I did a lot of energy work for healing. I tried a lot of new things that I haven't done before. I did breath work. I went to a medium, a psychic, and oh my goodness, that was incredible. She's the real deal. If you ever do want to connect with a psychic, let me know because I've got someone for you. I had an overall energy clearing. I did hypnotherapy multiple times, which was also incredible. I did a past life regression, also incredible. All of these different practices, I consciously wanted to step into new territory in my own body, in my own energy. I wanted to work through, bust through my own limiting beliefs. I wanted to move this beyond what I've ever known for myself or thought was capable for myself, expand into new territory and really just peel back layers of what's been stuck physically, energetically, and emotionally. That one again, take some time, really sit with that and look at your whole past year. How did you take care of your health? Hey, yoga teacher. So we all know it's been a really chaotic, crazy, and challenging time for everyone. And the world needs you now more than ever. I'd love for you to join me in my upcoming online trauma-informed yoga teacher training, February 20th and 21st. I believe every yoga teacher should have an understanding of trauma and how it impacts the mind and body. Every single person has experienced some form of trauma in their life, which means your students show up to yoga knowingly or unknowingly with trauma, PTSD, and chronic stress. Understanding how to teach yoga with a trauma-informed lens can only help you better serve your students, your clients, and your community. This training is held online, which means you can join in from anywhere in the world from the comfort of your own home. Register and secure your spot on my website at taylorrayyoga.com. Now, back to the episode. Number four, how were you challenged? How were you challenged this past year? What challenges came up for you? And how did your challenges help you grow? How did your challenges help you grow? So I know that we were all challenged by COVID, for sure, like a collective challenge and Black Lives Matter movement, all the protests, all the riots. We all experienced such a deep collective trauma, actually, and that can translate to challenge, of course. Sure, look at this for sure, because this has been such a big thing that we've all faced. And look at the different areas in your life, like your financial challenges, work-related, career-related challenges, your relationships, your health, your mindset. What has been happening in your mindset or your mental health that has been challenging you? Uh, Maybe you're in school. What kind of challenges have come up for you in school? So this year for me, I a couple of things that were really big. I closed out, I ended not only me, but it was very mutual ending to a relationship I've been in for four and a half years. We were engaged. So for sure, that was one of the biggest challenge, probably the biggest challenge that I've experienced this year. And of course, COVID. COVID was massive and caused a lot of challenges in my business, in my finances, had to rearrange my schedule, I had to reschedule my Peru yoga retreat to next year. So a lot of challenges came up. And those are just a couple examples for me. And then let's look at the second part to this question is 
how did these challenges help you grow? So this is number five. How did these challenges help you grow? So sure, it's important that we notice, we look back and we recognize what we've been faced with, but we also really need to tap into and recognize how we grew from them. So what gifts did you receive from them? What strengthened inside of you because you went through this challenge? Did you become more compassionate, more empathetic, more calm, more understanding? So how did you grow? For me, through what I shared, I learned that I am resilient. Like I learned just how resilient I am, that no matter what I'm faced with, like I can come out strong, I can come out clear, I can come out to the other side, even when it doesn't feel like it, while you're in it. Through it, I became more expansive and spacious because I tapped into new territories through the challenges. I learned that it's okay and that I can continue to open up my heart even when it's been hurt. I learned that it's okay for relationships to come to a close and it can actually be one of the most beautiful gifts and it was one of the most beautiful gifts that I received was this allowing each other to to go and to grow in different directions than we imagined before. And that's just a beautiful gift of love. So I received one of the most unconditional gifts of love through ending my relationship. Moving on to number six, where in your life did you hide or play it safe? This is a good one. Where in your life did you hide or play it safe? So this looks like checking and observing, did you hide in any specific area of your life or did you allow yourself to show up fully, to be seen fully? If you didn't show up fully for yourself in your life, why not? Why did you hide? And what area did you hide in and play it safe? What were you resisting or avoiding by not showing up? So these all fit within this one big question. Where were you hiding and playing it safe in your life? Where did you not show up fully? What were you resisting or avoiding and why? So an example for myself is I've really stepped into growing my business, stepping into my purpose more and more over the last couple years. And every year it's further and further, deeper and bigger and more scary, more challenging. But I still feel this layer, this overall sense of how I'm still not going all out. Like I'm, there's something that's still blocked or I'm resistant to. And I know why. It makes sense when I look at it. For me, the resistance is fear of failing. So they come with limiting beliefs. Fear of failing. Fear of putting myself out there even more and it not working. I'm not going to not do it. I'm still going for it. But this is still resistance that comes up for me. And something about it is making me hide and play it a little bit safer. This looks like fear of not being successful for me. Fear of not being good enough when I do put myself out there. Also, fear of all the responsibility that comes with growing my business. And the fear is not being able to handle it. So those are my resistances to this, to this topic, to this area in my life of where I still feel like I'm playing it safe. I take risk, but I take safe risk. So I'm working through that right now in my life. Number seven, 
What new relationships did you create in your life this past year? So building new relationships is one of the most beautiful things that we experience as humans. New friendships, new coworkers, getting to know your neighbors or your family in a deeper way. Maybe you started a new romantic relationship, partnership. Did you deepen a current partnership or relationship? Did it shift in some way? And how did these relationships impact your life? So for me, I last year reconnected with one of my old best high school friends that I've known now 16 years. And we, you know, parted, lived our lives, did our own thing, but always stayed in touch in some form, even if it was a couple years go by and we check in. But last year we reconnected and it's been like, stronger than ever and i've experienced a friendship in a way that i've never experienced before and it's been really beautiful so we've been seen fully we see each other fully we support each other fully it's pure unconditional love and that has given me so much strength to know like i i've got someone like i can do anything in life like i have the support someone sees me for the true real me I've been the most vulnerable with this person and that gives me so much strength so I'm so grateful that this past year has given me that relationship and this opportunity to connect in a different way than I have before so looking at all your relationships such a gift okay number eight what goals did you accomplish? So now we're looking a little bit bigger, a little bit more expansive in the entire year. What goals did you accomplish? And what are you proud of? So these fit together. It does not matter the size of your goals that you accomplished. They can be huge, big, small, in between, whatever. It doesn't matter. But really take the time to celebrate what you have accomplished in this past year. So take a minute to look at your work, relationships, finances, travel, mindset, health, energy, experiences, the way you showed up, the way you loved, the way you opened up, the way you were vulnerable, the way you received, the way you give, and then really take the time to acknowledge and celebrate yourself. So this can look like, for me, right, like launching different programs. Like I had a goal to create a trauma-informed YTT and I did. And launching and running my 200-hour programs, doing two in the year. So of course, there might be goals that we had and we didn't hit. That's okay. Carry it over into the new year. It doesn't mean to just give up. So really looking at all the things. This one you should really spend a lot of time to reflect upon. Number nine, what do you want to leave behind? Okay, so this one ties with looking at what you've been carrying around with you this past year that isn't serving you. So this can look like a certain limiting belief that has been keeping you playing safe, playing small, a relationship that is toxic, that's negative or draining. Are you giving away more than you have? So draining your energy because you're giving away so much without giving to yourself. Giving your energy and time to everyone around you, that's what I, that just fits in with. Maybe a habit that is keeping you from being your best self or keeping you at a lower vibration. So here's a simple example for me. 
I am super sensitive to sugar and it like kills me when I eat sugar. So it keeps me like in a really low vibration. I actually get like depressed. I can't think clear. My body starts to hurt. I get irritated and reactive. And all of that keeps me from being my best self, keeps me from showing up as my clear, energetic, grounded, vibrant self. So I know, okay, this obviously doesn't help me be my best. So I need to leave that behind. I need to cut that out. And I have, but obviously there's times where I might be like, oh, let me try a little sugar. And then I realize again, no, I can't do this. Last one. What do you want to take with you into the new year? What do you want to take with you? So this looks like maybe a new habit that you created this year, like journaling, meditation practice, a movement practice. Maybe you change the way you eat, better sleep habits. Maybe you started going to bed earlier and waking up earlier. That's me. I I used to stay up pretty late and then wake up later. And just in the last couple months, I started to shift that, go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. So I'm definitely going to carry that over. Maybe it's growing, you've grown your communication skills or you've been practicing speaking up for yourself more. Maybe it's saying yes more or saying no more, setting boundaries with others in your life. So those are your 10 prompts, your 10 journal reflections to really take the time to sit down and to write about. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'd love to stay connected with you in between episodes. You can find me on Instagram at Taylor underscore Ray Yoga and join the free private Yoga Teacher Circle Facebook group, which is full of some pretty awesome and badass yoga teachers. 